This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Jeremy Wolf. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Good Neighbor Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Wolf, and I am joined today by Kaden Sheen, who is one of the sponsors in Cooper City Living Magazine. Very important part of our lovely community, and I'm excited to dive in and get started. Kaden, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you. Thank you for asking. Yeah, thanks for coming on the show, and thanks to our listeners for tuning in to learn more about our great community and the businesses that serve us. So, Kaden, why don't we start with basics? For listeners that don't know, tell us a little bit about Sheen Real Estate Solutions, what you do there, and then we will go from there. All right. So uh, Sheen Real Estate Solutions is a brokerage that I started, uh, I would say, about a year ago. I've been in real estate for uh, nearly 10 years, and uh, I'm so happy to be doing what I'm doing. Um, I uh, chose that path um, after being uh, a mother. I mean, I'm still a mother of four. And, you know, being uh, kind of a freelancer uh, involved in education, doing a lot of interpreting, um, I worked in behavior therapy as well, and uh, kind of merged it um, and started um, as a realtor and held for a while uh, both um, and uh, did real estate uh, as probably our realtor listeners know, uh, you know, it's very tough in the first few years. And if you survive them, then, you know, and you like it, then you stay. So that's what happened with me. And then I left everything else and dedicated my time um, only to real estate. And um, I love it. It's great. It's I love um, helping people. I think this is uh, the most uh, important thing and why I really enjoy it is of course the uh the tokens and the and the money involved is uh very gratifying but uh, and i was always motivated by making money honestly but um my biggest motivation is really um solving problems just like the name shin real estate solutions solving you know people's uh people um real estate you know issues and situations so are you specializing in primarily residential correct nothing on the commercial side actually i've been involved in the commercial side and i've oh, done great. that so i've done that until um COVID. when COVID started i kind of like uh, all my deals dropped that i worked on for so long especially in the restaurant business and i kind of like you know it was like a big balloon that blew and mm. i said you know what i i rather make the little stable money and you know be able to you know provide and make a living and uh just shifted i will help or refer my commercial uh to people that are you know that can do it i'm, I'm a residential broker okay so going back 10 years before you got into real estate what were you doing prior to that and what was it that ultimately got you 
into becoming a realtor in the first place? So I never held a job, um, a corporate job or never worked for someone, I would say, uh, eight, five. It wasn't me. I was, uh, I raised my children and then I got in, I was involved, uh, in the community in Broward County schools as an interpreter for, um, ESC, um, exceptional education. So I worked with child find and I was going on a, on a, on an invitation basis. And I, I did behavior therapy, ABA privately. So I'm certified as, um, an ABA technician. Uh, so I did all that stuff, but it was always like flexible. It was always on my time. And yes, I would take projects that were lasting uh, a month or six weeks. But, you know, when I'm done, I'm done. What, what languages were you interpreting? Was it specifically anything specifically or? Yes, that's Hebrew. I speak Hebrew. Uh, okay. That's my second language. I mean, actually, English is my second language. Hebrew is my primary language. Uh, and I was born and raised in Israel, um, ah. went to the army. And when that was done, I came to the United States to explore the world and be rich. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that a require? Is that in Israel? Is it a requirement for all citizens to serve? Is yeah. that one of those countries? It is, right? It's mandatory. It's two mandatory. years for women and um, three years for men. And I would not be able to share what I was doing in the army. Ah. All right. So, um, and so, you know, life was pretty interesting. And then I came here, uh, what happened, you asked me a question, uh, and it was, um, what led to be me being a realtor? Yeah. So, um, it started like I had, um, I had an incident, which is a little bigger than an incident. And this is basically my story, but you know, it could be or not depends on who is hearing it. Um, I had a brain aneurysm and um, and I was actually in Cooper City Park um, training with a trainer and a group of people. And all of a sudden I had a headache, rushed to the hospital and, you know, believe it or not, you know, was my life was saved that day. Um, and, you know, I survived the brain aneurysm, which is like, I would say 7% survive with, uh, with neurological, you know, effects. And I, I'm in a 2% that had no neurological effect. I mean, some say. <laughs> well, yeah, right. This is, so this, a survivor. Is going, this is going back around 10 years ago. I guess it's like right before you got into real estate. Yeah, that's exactly. That's, that's 2000 and uh, actually, uh, yeah, maybe nine years. Just, just curious, since we're talking about uh, aneurysms and whatnot, like, is there any particular cause for what happened to you was it just one of those things that just something blew something snapped or was there any did they find later that there was an underlying condition or something that caused it or it was just a freak occurrence yeah actually some people they just exist and nobody mm -hmm. knows about it because you don't do a, a cat scan on a regular basis to the brain so you don't really know so it is hereditary somewhat and then um something something can trigger that mm. So a yeah, lot of stress can trigger that, but then even something like a twist of your head with a chiropractor or uh, an adjustment or, um, or even a headstand, you know, if you, 
you know, if you practice yoga and, you know, and you have it. So that, mm. that can be, so there has to be some kind of an awareness. And that's like, if you have a headache that is unexpected, like I would call it the headache of your life, then you have to go to the hospital and not to sleep. Because if yeah. you sleep, you might you might not get up. So, so it's I, kind of a. I'm sorry to take you slightly off topic with no. in terms of like the real estate trajectory, but I'm very curious because I've never I've never actually spoken to somebody or explored uh, the experience of having an aneurysm like that. So, when that happened to you, was it something that, again, like you said, was it just a, an incredibly hard pressure on your head, or did you actually kind of black out from it? Walk it's a hard experience if you could. Yeah, it's experience. a very hard, very hard pressure where you feel that the inside of your head is basically exploding, uh, and that's that, no that's, that's no caused. Good. Yeah, that's caused caused by the blood um, that is like spilling in your brain. Basically, you have a spill that's of blood. Super, like super scary. An artery, an artery pops or ruptures, and yeah, yeah it's very scary. Uh, I didn't know that, but you know, I knew something very bad is going on. All right, so you, um, you, you got you got rushed to the hospital. Thankfully, you were in that that six or seven percent that had no actual yeah, discernible yeah, cognitive. Yeah. Well, at least we don't think you have any cognitive. Co right, cognitive exactly. Damage. Yeah, I'm not as bright as I was, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> you and me both cut in. So okay, so that that happened. So that was obviously a, a life defining instant moment. moment and yeah. so you came out of that experience and what was it that that said that you said to you internally like all right i need to get need to do so first i had to get i had to get financially secure i kind of like had an awakening and okay. changed my life and i don't you know recommend that to anyone but i changed my life and i got a divorce and you know things changed for me so i kind of become the primary uh caretaker and uh, I still wanted to be around my kids. I still wanted to be involved in their lives. So you so, had four. You had four kids at that point. I you had became four the, kids. You, you yes. became the primary caretaker for four children. How old? I were would they at that say point? that uh, my youngest was, uh, I would say, six in kindergarten. Yes. Wow. Yeah, and uh, I would say so. Yeah, and um, wow, and went on. You know, yeah. I had a, you know, middle schooler, I would say. Yeah. So, so, so I said, real estate, it's just something that interests me. Uh, I went to school. I went to real estate school. I was very successful. Uh, I was just kind of like, um, you know, doing it. And I liked it. I liked it. Uh, it was really hard in the beginning. I was just certified as an ABA the year before, ABA therapist. So I kind of like had something else to do I, until I get, you know, you get, and then I figured like you get your reputation as a realtor. You don't get business even from your best friend. If mm -hmm. you are a new realtor, you just don't, <laughs> they don't give it to you. You got to cut your teeth uh, first. So you build your reputation and then you get, you know, business. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so you have to support yourself in other, in other ways in the meantime. Uh, so I recommend someone to go to real estate. It's very flexible. It depends how you, your perspective on life. It can be very stressful for some and it can be, you know, less for others. 
Uh, but it's flexible. You make your appointments, you appear disciplined and you're working, then you'll produce. And, uh, but it's a great, um, it's a great business because it's one of the professions that I think, and I, and I got it right away. And that's why I chose it. It is as, as you get older, you get more reputable. Mm. So instead of like your income decreasing, you're kind of creating more income as you get older, which is not happening to a lot of people. You know, you basically retire and then you go home. Here, you can work until you're 80, you know, you can work a longer time and still have, you know, produce. Mm. See, I, I like to think that I'm like a fine wine. I get better with age. But truly, though, I, all joking aside, my as I get older, my wisdom comes more and more with my humility. Uh-huh. Right? The, the, when I was younger... I used to be cocky and confident, like, oh, I'm better than everybody else. And uh, everything came, came easy. And, and the older right. I get, the, the more I realize that I'm no better than anyone else. We're all just people living on this planet, trying to make the best of our lives. Everybody has something special within them to offer the world. And that's the key, I think, to living sure. a good life is trying to tap in and find out what truly makes you happy and, and really helps others. And so many people, unfortunately, go through their life without tapping into that. And I am on a mission to try to help spread that far and oh, wide. Wonderful. Far and wide. Wonderful. So it's one of the one of the reasons I like doing the podcast. I get to speak to so many different people, so many interesting people and learn about their stories and learn about you know the why behind what they do, the why behind what they, what do. they do. But I always like to ask, anytime I have a realtor on the podcast, I always ask them to to pull out their crystal ball <laughs> and tell me What's what do you happen? what do you because you know we, we just went through a wild ride post COVID property values skyrocketed interest rates are crazy everything's crazy what do you see in the future for the real estate market at least on on the residential side are we looking at more inventory becoming available prices coming down I mean what are your thoughts obviously nobody has a crystal ball but what are your thoughts where do you see see us going in the next six months twelve months couple years. So I'm not a real estate guru and I don't know, but I just want you, no, I just want to be honest here and say, oh, you know, what are my predictions? I, I really don't know. Uh, what I see, I can tell you what I see. And uh, I'm not going to tell you what I hear because, you know, I just hear, <laughs> but I tell you what I see is happening. So the beginning of the year was pretty slow for mo for a lot of people. So they kind of like carried the deals from last year but January and February, like nobody kind of knew what's going on and what everything slowed down tremendously. And then it started picking up like mid February towards the end of February, start picking up. Uh, people started buying again, uh, just buying and hoping that, uh, you know, they will refinance. Whoever needed a home was looking for a home. Whoever needed a home, you know, to buy bought. So I had buyers and, and then we had sellers. It took a while for sellers to understand and to get like the real estate market doesn't change uh, drastically. It's very, it takes time to see changes. This is what I see. So it's like a lot of sellers are like still holding on to, to, I don't know what, to higher prices like crazy. And, you know, they were not selling high. So it took a lot. It took a while for them to understand that 
prices need to be going down a little bit. They don't have to like drop their homes, but you know, when you put a house in a reasonable price, it sells. If you put it below market or it's a crazy market. So if you put it only a little bit below, I mean, it, it, it sells. And uh, what I see now that is happening is that a lot of people that bought, let's say last year or the last few years and did Airbnbs. So it's kind of like going to start all those homes are going to come back to the market and they're going to see that they're not making enough money. Uh, Apparently Airbnbs are not doing good. So yeah. I already started. I, I already started. All this good stuff about them. Uh, everybody. Hold on one second. Oh, apologies for that. A little bit of that's okay. outside so, chaos happening. Oh, <laughs> so I already started selling, uh, Airbnbs, not as Airbnbs, as residential homes, okay. as homes, people that bought, you know, last year, previous years, they're not making what they expected to make. If they have mortgage, they pay too much. Um, they're, they're they don't break, even if they want to rent it, it's like, it doesn't work. It's going to be too high to rent to make your money back. And, and, um, and then they sell. So I sold one Friday closed Congratulations. And getting an, thank you. And then getting another one. And, and, and actually I sold it behind, uh, a much above asking price. So that was great. Great for my sellers. It was very, a very really uh, successful uh, transaction, actually. Nice. So it's safe. Is it so? It's prices are still, or again, still going above asking price. But it's safe to say that it's it's calmed down from what it was maybe a couple of years ago when you had like fire sales going, where you had like not fire sales, where you had um, you know people outbidding and the property would go on the market and it sell that day. It's calmed down a lot since that that time, no? It calmed down and it okay. thanks God it did because it's crazy. You <laughs> it can't crazy. work in this market. Even if you're making money, it's just so sick. It's like, it's so stressful. You know, you can't, you know, it's, you're always chasing it. It, it wasn't a good time. In closing, leave with us the one thing that you'd like for listeners to know about your business. Um, about my business. So my business is me at this moment. I started hiring, um, not, not really hiring because all realtors are independent, but I, I started getting, uh, it's a different business brokerage because now you have to monitor and, you know, look after other realtors. So the reason I opened my brokerage uh, to begin with was to just manage myself, but I'm starting to hire, um, realtors. Nice. And, um, and uh, the business is me and, you know, I work, uh, diligently, uh, to help my clients, um, to bring solutions to their real estate needs. Sometimes, you know, I, I will tell clients not to sell. So I always give advice, uh, not looking for the end result from me, just looking for the benefit of, uh, the seller and the buyer. And always uh, thinking, what would I do if it was me? I'm the client. 
what would I want uh, for myself? And that's what I try to do for others. How can we reach you? Please share your contact information, maybe your website. How can listeners get a hold of you? So Sheen Real Estate Solution on Google. And uh, if you get the magazine, the Cooper City... Uh, uh, Cooper City Living. Cooper City Living, then uh, you'll see my ad there. And my phone number is 954-494-9416. Wonderful. And we will, of course, link in the description below to all of your contact information. Karen, always a pleasure. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you so much, Jeremy. Yeah, no, the pleasure is all ours. And thanks, as always, to our listeners. And we'll see you on the next episode of the Good Neighbor Podcast. Everyone have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Cooper City. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to gnpcoopercity.com. That's gnpcoopercity.com. Or call 954 Two three one three one seven zero.